I would be the first one in the office, pretty much. Oh, I was wow. always the last one to leave, pretty much, to the point that I would lock up the building and said, look, I'm doing three full-time jobs. I, just, I need some breathing room mm-hmm. um, here just to, you know, see what's going on and actually try and tackle some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, the response I got wasn't helpful, as you suggested some, some companies might be. Um, it was completely opposite. I was told that I could start earlier, finish later, and I always had the weekend. and welcome to Mind Your Employment brought to you by YQ Society. This series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and YouTube and if you're a series regular you're going to wonder why is he introducing the podcast? Well it's because Caitlin is no longer feeling challenged by introducing the podcast and interestingly that's the topic of today's episode. <laughs> We're talking about whether we feel challenged or too challenged at work or like Goldilocks when we eat baby bears porridge is it just right? Caitlin, what do you think about this? Like, what are your thoughts on being challenged? Are you still feeling too challenged by doing the introduction? It's awful. It's just never right. <laughs> never? No. It's true. There are a lot of bloopers of the intro. Oh, too many to count. <laughs> but as you can see, James is a professional. What can I say? <laughs> I do try. No, it's actually really hard um, because I always feel like I sound like a newsreader when I introduce anything. Well, so, at least you didn't do that. To the 10 o'clock news. Paper tapping. Do you, do you know when they I start? don't have any paper. <laughs> they don't use any paper. It's all on an autocue. Why do they have paper on their desk? Is it just. <laughs> so, do I feel challenged, too challenged, or just right? And how do you measure that? Um, that's really interesting. Like, how do you know whether yeah. you're being challenged enough? What do you think challenges in the world? What does that kind of spring to your mind? Like, how do you feel about it? Challenge for me is like learning a new skill set, having mm. uh, responsibilities um, that's outside your current ones. For instance, as a paralegal, if you were just first and foremost just taking down like interview notes, you know, drafting up summary emails, things like that, that seems like a comfort. Mm. And then once you get to the point where you're actually, you know, prepping case files and things like that, and actually um, writing up court orders and judgment orders, mm-hmm. not judgment orders, sorry, court orders, <laughs> um, write, rewriting contracts or yeah. um, editing contracts, things like that, you know, they may seem minor to everyone else, but any skill sets that you've never done before and it's challenging you and you're, not, you're kind of stepping out of your comfort is a challenge. Yeah. And again, this is very subjective to each person, but there must be some degree of measuring it. Because I think for my, if we're talking about from my point of view, I have a really high aperture for learning new stuff yeah, and okay. new skills. So yeah. for me, you know, though the, everything I've suggested before seems like an easy leap. But if you're comparing it to someone else, like a friend of mine who wouldn't be so comfortable doing it, it's mm. kind of unfair to judge it on the same system or the same yeah. threshold. But challenge can be anything. It could be just mm. doing a new thing any every day to mm-hmm. actually starting a new project on your own without any supervising. I do believe that you know your career progression should be a mm. personal pathway. Because at the end of the day, you're the one who is going to be facing these challenges. And I do Mm. think like the progress up with the, you know, climbing up the ladder and, you know, challenging yourself. I think that should all be done, 
individually and there's mm. personality behind it because obviously it has to suit the suit the person that's actually yeah. being challenged yeah. but obviously you would want it in the guidance and control and comfort of the employer with that in mind we kind of have to consider who is the person one to challenge you you know because at the end of the day employers will only challenge you when they need mm. that position to be fulfilled or they need yeah. that job to be done because obviously yeah. that's the benefit of you know the company trying to make money and you know that's the yeah. business need what do mm. you think no that's interesting you say that because if challenge is there for a kind of for let's say someone who is established within a role so obviously everyone who comes into a new role will find it challenging for a bit just because you're getting used to it but once you're established within a role if you're only challenged as and when the company kind of needs new or abstract things to be done that are kind of different to your kind of usual and then perhaps you're not actually being challenged enough by that role at all Mm -hmm. um and what you're getting kind of day in day out by doing the same thing is bored in um kind of psychological terms this is called bore out um and it's actually a growing workplace trend it's seen as a proper psychological disorder that can lead to things like burnout and actually illness unbelievably there's a book called diagnose bore out where they identified that the early symptoms can include things like demotivation anxiety um sadness and in the long term they lead to burnout which generates that kind of strong feeling of self-depreciation, which can then turn into depression and even other kind of forms of of physical illness. There was a study published where 43% of workers found that they were bored at work. And there was a study that actually found that 43% of workers um, reported that they felt bored at work. Um, What was quite depressing, though, is that more women than men reported workplace boredom 48 percent of women versus 39 percent of men um that's crazy it's 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 also a a a tragically depressing thought because uh you have to wonder and uh, and i hope it's not the case but you do have to wonder if that's because the women employees in these kind of large companies are often overlooked in favor of the male ones that Mm. kind of workplace sexism thing uh which just shouldn't be a thing in 2021 can we just can we just stop doing that thank you kind regards (laughs) Um, Because that's a crazy stat. And interestingly, millennials are almost two times as likely to be bored at work. 51% of the respondents in that study um, who described uh, issues with boredom stated that they also felt that way for more than half of their working week. It's interesting because I've been in that position. Yeah, Uh, same about you, but I've been in a company where I've been doing it for so long that I know the answer to the question that I haven't been asked yet because it's just innate and it's just ingrained. And so I could rattle through the work kind of with my eyes closed while singing the national anthem. Like it it was just, it became trivial at the point, right? It was just boring uh, and I was bored doing it. And occasionally you would get kind of dropped a kind of a nugget of a challenge that kind of like revitalized you in a way and you sort of woke up and you're like oh there's something new to do that's exciting Uh, and I wonder if that's like you said kind of done as and when they need it because employers start noticing that kind of burnout and that bore out and so they drop you a little something just to keep you going until the next time and and so they keep you working there for longer but um yeah you said you'd felt that way as well what happened what happened yeah um this is a long time ago but again and it was not because I knew the work off by heart like you did but when you are, when you don't feel like you're appreciated, mm. you don't feel like you can be stretched. 
um, by mm. the employer, I mean, in any way, and or they don't think that you are capable of doing it, and therefore they exclude you from being able to do it. So therefore, yeah. you can't even grow in that retrospect. Um, you start to find that that the things that you actually do day to day to day is actually very boring but also the fact that like there is so many domino effects behind when it comes to boredom because at the mm. end of the day like you know you, you're obliged to do that contract you're obliged yeah. to do your job yeah. right so in your back of your mind you're thinking okay i've got to do the work i've got to meet a target you've got to do put something down on paper to mm. show that you've done work but inside you're like no i don't want to do the work and therefore yeah. you have that internal conflict of like not wanting to do it, but having to do it. And therefore yeah. you're now like a child, you're dragged by your feet to do the task. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. on, on that onset of like, you know, that roller coaster of emotion and behaviors, you start to go, mm. you know what, I will do it at my own pace. And therefore you slow it down, slow it down mm-hmm. until the extent that you're doing it one mile per an hour. And that, don't get me wrong, that may be good thing or bad thing. I don't know, but no. If you think about it, when you drag a task out for so long, it, you only worsen your situation because now you've got to actually still face that whole job criteria that you need to fulfill. Yeah. But you're taking so much longer because you actually don't want to do it. So you make the situation mm. worse. But yeah. if you think about it, with that role cycle of um, behavior and, you know, your reaction to it, you start to sort of decline in mental health. You start to decline mm. in actually the fact that you're not worthy of anything else. You think, oh, this is what I'm going to be stuck with for the rest of my life. The fact of it is it's not true. You're just not in a place where it's challenging you enough. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. you may love the people that you're surrounded in by you know you can have great colleagues but things that don't won't make it last is that even if you have great colleagues the combination of great colleagues and actually no challenge at all you mm. start you start to lose yourself in it and you have no mm. like where is Caitlin into that whole job criteria you lose yeah. yourself in completely and therefore yeah. you're kind of in that sort of like burnout sort of like no aspiration or low aspiration very yeah. lethargic no energy kind of yeah. realm and you just build up that horrible environment for yourself I was so depressed to the extent that I would cry because I wasn't challenged i wasn't in a situation mm. where i feel like i've been appreciated enough to be gifted a challenge and to stretch myself and show my capabilities to everyone yeah. else i feel like that door has been locked and i couldn't open it that sort of scenario yeah you know you've got to ask yourself this and these are my red flags and i also think um, a lot of people have suggested these are mm. red flags when it comes to like not being challenged enough is that do you get bored obviously but do you get bored in the sense of like no appetite to work or you don't yeah. have you don't want the uh, the idea of working makes you feel sick and horrible mm-hmm. and you hate it that's one two the lack of visual you're not visualizing your goal you're not you know you're not aiming towards everyone else's goal you know at the end of the day you if you work on a team the end yeah. the end game is to finish that task and mm-hmm. if you can't visualize it with everyone else, you're actually burning out. You're you don't care. There's that sort of lack of motivation, mm. and that's moving on to my third point. You feel stuck. You feel like you're not moving anywhere. You're unmotivated, mm. and that's a definitely clear sign that you are. You know mm. you're not challenged enough. Fourth one is you're procrastinating way too easily. I mean, we all do it. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook all the time, but when you do it on purpose to get away from your situation you know yeah. put, 
yeah. a better situation and you're making excuses to avoid work that's a sign a clear sign that you are very 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 bored and you're not challenged mm. yeah. finally it's you simply just refuse to work in the story you know you can give yourself mm. multiple reasons but you actually just don't want to work whatsoever you'd rather yeah. actually just call in sick and move on with your day interesting you, you say that because actually some of these uh, red flags that you've just kind of gone through um Came up in the research so employees began to stretch their tasks up for longer and more extended periods of time to appear mm-hmm. busy to appear engaged mm-hmm. people reported coming into work late or leaving early or calling in sick more often than their counterparts who were feeling challenged and engaged with the job that they did and moreover those attitudes began to impact the rest of the team it's like you said it kind of it brings down morale not just for you as an individual not being challenged yeah but actually kind of for everyone else around you as well they think oh goodness sake bob's in another mood again <laughs> um i get a grip but sorry bob um, sorry bob <laughs> we're not challenging you enough we'll try harder <laughs> um but a high kind of incidence of boredom among the workforce direct directly kind of impacts that performance morale and retention so yeah. the study again found 39% of people surveyed called in sick to work because they were bored so they wanted a free day off 51% of employees stated that their co-workers regularly described feelings of apathy or disengagement which can spread across the workforce like a virus effectively yeah. leading to low morale within the team a decrease in productivity yeah. and everyone just kind of having a kind of a really intense version of the Monday blues um there's a principle within psychology called the Yerkes Dodson law which has been floating around the field for more than a century which basically says there's an ideal level of arousal for performing a given task if the task is complex then there's often an inverted u relationship meaning that the kind of the medium level is better than either too little or too much yeah um i think i want to call this the goldilocks principle right um you know <laughs> too much it's too hot too little it's too cold but if you get it right in that kind of challenge versus ability and comfort and reward um then it's going to be just right so a task effectively has to be neither so simple as to be boring nor so hard as to produce anxiety where do you think the just right kind of principle fits into challenges either that you've seen you've done or what just your thoughts in general? That's so interesting. Well, I like it when the employer comes to you and tell mm. you these are the sets of tasks that need to be mm-hmm. achieved. Um, these are the ones that you know how to do and you can do yeah. it, you know, in your sleep. And these are the tasks that are going to be a little bit more challenging. I yeah. don't want them to throw all the ones that are challenging on me mm-hmm. on the first day or the first hour. Yeah. I want them to give me chunks, you know, small increments yeah. so that I know and get my head around it and make those tasks that were challenging into the ones that I can do already in my sleep. Mm-hmm. But I find when it comes to things like when employers challenge you way too much, it stems yeah. from multiple from multiple things. And being too challenged, you know, many people say, look, I have a high threshold for being working really well under pressure. Okay, mm-hmm. great on you. That doesn't apply for everyone else. No. I, mean, I am very good at working under pressure. You know, exams were my thing. I wouldn't say the same for James. Did that make sense? No, exams were the bane of my existence. I hated <laughs> every single one of them. And anyone who likes exams is clearly crazy and needs committing. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Just saying. No one likes exams. <laughs> but I think you might be on your own there. 
yeah, <laughs> yeah. but when you're too challenged in whatever yeah. you do and it, it could be incremental it could be you know leaps and bounds it doesn't matter yeah. but if you're feeling symptoms and it's very and strangely enough with that what you said about that inverted you relationship mm. the symptoms for not being challenged enough and being too challenged are actually the same and, they're quite similar yeah. yeah and you know if you're too ch- if you've been too challenged in in a certain role and certain tasks you also find you know burnouts mm-hmm. you know which is extremely common you mm-hmm. know you'd also be frustrated angry and sad that you've been thrown yeah. at this task and you're not even capable of doing it mm-hmm. you now become more anxious and you fear of failure comes in mm-hmm. you know and all these build up of emotions and roller coasters very similar to not being challenged enough but yeah. in this case you have a responsibility that you need to uphold so this mm-hmm. was a little bit more anxiety peaking it's a kind of anxiety that you don't want to hold because it's one of yeah. those things that you make or break and in these cases sometimes you can speak to someone your manager someone your team leader your employer to say look can i back off a little bit and you know yeah. i'll take it incrementally at my own speed at my own mm. time and sometimes in the case that most most people say yeah sure you know we'll help yeah. you because you're helping us yeah. but in some case scenario and i i've seen it i've been through it as well when people especially when it comes to like sectors where it's client facing where it's very mm-hmm. money dependent where it's a lot of factors at risk mm-hmm. there's never going to be that case where you can have a room for breather yeah. so in this case it's not about you you're not the problem it's actually the fact that there is this sort of work ethics this sort of mm. what's it called the workplace culture which implies that you have to be at this standard at yeah. the company's rate and not at your rate and with this reason you're kind of balancing loads of things at the same time yeah. and not being able to achieve that specific goal that they want mm. and if it's a workplace culture you've got to there this is something that is outside your social control you can't control this yeah. scenario if, if people or staff have that sort of demand mentality you know it has mm. to be done within um six six minutes or has yeah. to be done in half an hour you have to now consider yourself whether that work environment's for you if it yeah. is and you work perfectly under pressure then that's your cup of tea what do you think mm. No, I would agree with that. Actually. And I think it's actually really interesting because I worked at a place where I ended up with effectively three full-time jobs as um, in kind of built into my role. Mm. One of which was incredibly easy. You could do it in my sleep. Didn't really have to think about it. But the volume was so high that that's what made it a challenge to cope with yeah. the volume of the work. And then you kind of threw in kind of extra, you know, two people's kind of work on top of that effectively. Um, And it ended up being the position where I would be the first one in the office, pretty much. I was always the last one to leave, pretty much, to the point that I would lock up the building. Um, And when I went to a manager, you know, and this is, again, comes down to the company, their ethos, their values, and and something definitely that everyone should look out for when doing their research about whether they want to work somewhere. Hmm. Um, And said, look, I'm doing three full-time jobs. I I need some breathing room Mm -hmm. um, here just to, you know, see what's going on and actually try and tackle some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, The response I got wasn't helpful, as you suggested some some companies might be. Um, It was completely opposite. I was told that I could start earlier finish later and i always had the weekend 
Right. Yeah. And and it's interesting because I think control has got a lot to do with that. There's been a couple of studies where researchers have found that individuals in low control jobs um, with high demands yeah. were actually associated with a 15.4% increase in the likelihood of death oh, wow. um, compared to low job demands. And for those in high control jobs with high uh, job demands, they were associated with a 34% decrease in the likelihood of death compared to low job demands with high control jobs. So what you're actually seeing here from this study, this was a study that was published in Personnel Psychology based on a longitudinal um, sample of I think two and a half thousand um, residents kind of in their 60s over a seven year period. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the kind of the background of the study. But what we're actually seeing from this is that if you have absolutely no control of what's being flung at you left, right and centre, but it's really kind of high demand, it's like constant uh, kind of level, then actually you're more likely to die than someone who has more control over their situation and the same level of demand. Yeah. Um, And I found that absolutely fascinating that not only can this lead to, you know, being bored, but actually this can go several steps further and lead to, you know, a shortening of life, which is crazy to think about. It's scary. But yeah, so it really is important to get it, you know, just right. And and, and for me, what that looks like is, so I like to solve puzzles. That's kind of my, my cup of tea, so to speak. Yeah. So if I can solve problems and those problems can vary and some might throw a curveball that requires a bit more thinking and some are just kind of routine, run of the mill, I've answered this question, you know, 20 times by now. Yeah. Um, it's not really something to solve anymore. Well, that's kind of, that's the just right for me. It's kind of, it's a good variety. I think like you really, like you were saying, that it's a good variety of things you know how to do very easily. Yeah. Uh, combined with things that you don't know how to do very easily mm-hmm. and get to learn and get to solve and get to fix or whatever mm-hmm. that, you know, that looks like. And I think that's the good blend because you definitely don't want to be in the situation that I was in previously. It's a huge um, difference when mm. you do have employers and you know managers or supervisors who are there to are willing to actually guide you in mm. that challenge because yeah at the end of the day none of us are perfect candidates and none of us are able to do certain tasks at the get-go you know even mm-hmm. despite like you having qualifications or like past experiences it's always going to be a challenge because it's always going to be your first time doing something yeah. um you know that scenario where you said that your manager said that you know you can always work earlier and and you know finish yeah. later and then, and then you also have the weekends mm-hmm. i actually had i've been through a similar scenarios where they ask us to stay later you always think well my contract hours are nine to five or you know eight hour period shift um or less or more Hmm. but at the end of the day you know that's not challenge (laughs) a challenge is where you learn new skill sets you learn new things you are able to experience new things Hmm. for the first time a challenge is not where or just that you feel like you've achieved something exactly but it shouldn't mean that you have to stay longer or work more hours because that's the stark difference between like extra labor and new skill Is this yeah, that's, it's, it's no longer a challenge that's no. just a volume question at that point because yeah. the work could be really easy and you still might have to stay late but quite um for me the companies i respect are the ones that recognize the staying late the volume part of the challenge i guess mm-hmm. you know i've been in places where if people have stayed late the company's ordered you know 
take out pizza for everyone who's left in the yeah. building after mm-hmm. a certain time just as a sort of morale booster to help people kind of get through it and yeah and because it's not a permanent thing right it's, no. it's, it's a temporary kind of blip on the scale so high, high volume could certainly be a challenge but for me i think challenge like you said it's more about picking up something new and seeing it through to its completion yeah. and knowing that you've done it and done it right yeah and that gives you that sense of accomplishment as I guess that dopamine hit of like yeah. yeah no I did that that's awesome like I said so early on it's definitely a balance and it's very subjective and personable mm. to the person who's actually accepting these challenges you know it has to suit you you know you can scale it up it can be tiny increments or large increments but at the end of the day you have to be comfortable to take those challenges either on your own on a with a team wherever the situation is is very much your own book you know you're the author of your own book um because i feel like when especially like you said millennials who have gone through that sort of rope where they've just dug through and dealt with it a lot of them are not happy with the results a fine example was the fact that someone said to me like you know i've worked 50 years in this company i wish i I wish I moved to another company. Mm. I was like, wow, that's, you know, that's a life experience that you can tell to someone else who is experienced through that. But sometimes you can't dial back time to change it. So James, I don't think we've challenged you enough. And I would really (laughs) love to know in the comments down below if there is any way we can challenge James and if there is any questions you have for us and let us know whether you feel challenged leave it down in the comments below but for now please get involved let us you know let us know your opinions join in and follow us at yq society in all social media platforms that be instagram youtube facebook and twitter all links below also i do feel challenged for doing this outro because i've never done it before in my life but anyway um <laughs> all of a sudden i'm feeling a little too challenged <laughs> <Take> care, <everyone. laughs> goodbye bye-bye